Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers show is brought to you by betonline.ag. The Kentucky Derby has come and gone, but the NBA and NHL playoffs are in full swing. If you want to place a bet on any of the action, betonline.ag is the place to Three. do it. 365, whatever sport, whatever time, 24-7. Make sure y'all go to betonline.ag. Ike's ready to roll this morning on today's episode of the <laughs> Believe It Steelers show. But before you tune in and listen, we want you to head over to betonline.ag. It's very easy to get started. Go to the website. You can use your mobile device, your computer, however really you access the internet. Use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, cue the music. It's time to start the show. Welcome to the Believe in Steelers show on the Believe Network. I'm your host, Mark Bergen, joined as always by my guy, two-time Super Bowl champion and 12-year veteran of the Pittsburgh Steelers, number 24, a sun-kissed Ike Taylor. IT, I hope you had a fantastic birthday weekend. Welcome in. How are you this morning, my man? Man, I did, Mark. I appreciate you. Uh, really enjoyed myself. Went down to Cabo for a couple of days. Very relaxing. Uh, did a little workout on the beach. Not a little workout. Ran three miles on the beach. Did 100 burpees, 200 squats, 200 push-ups. So, yeah, man, I had some fun while I was at it, but it was very relaxing for me. So, anytime you and Cabo want to go to Cabo, man, I got a great connection. Let me know, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> make me an offer I can't refuse I just hope a dead animal doesn't wake up in my bed I saw speaking of animals <laughs> that you're with a hawk too Ike <laughs> yeah I was with a, a hawk slash eagle it's a hybrid and it, it keeps all like the animals on in the birds that's unwanted away from the hotel and the resort so it was it was pretty cool but I said you know what man let me take a picture um I don't know why I said that but it got close enough and I felt like the wind when it was flapping his wings, like the wind kept hitting my face. I'm like, man, I hope this beat don't mess around and touch your ear to him. So. Well, check out Ike's Instagram. We'll put that in the show notes. As always, that picture belongs in one of the Smithsonian museums. I'm getting back from DC. Great weekend. And Ike, Going into the weekend, Friday, we got the chance to talk with Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin. And before we get too far into this discussion, there's a thanks all around. Ike, I want to thank you. I want to thank our producers over at Brinks TV, John Brinkus, Courtney Vargas, Herbert Diaz, Lucy Odin, and the full crew. The flexibility to be able to accommodate to be able to accommodate Mike Tomlin's schedule. He's a busy man running a multi-billion dollar franchise and organization. It was so great. And I want to thank the listeners and viewers too. Our most watched show to this point and the feedback that we got has just been fantastic. So before we get too far into this, I want to express my thanks, gratitude, and appreciation for all parties involved. It was a team effort, and the conversation, I thought, went terrific. Now, nah, teamwork make the dream work, and that's for everybody. You know, that's that's me and you, Mark. That's Brinks TV. That's Bet Online. That's Believe Network. That's the Steelers organization. That's Coach T. That's Burt, who's uh, in charge of the PR yep. for the Steelers organization. That's just everybody putting in the time and effort um, and, and, taking, and taking time out. They busy schedule. So yep. that's what makes this show so good, Mark. Like we all rally and we all work well with each other, regardless of whether we got something going on. I know it's been a few times that I had something set and you called me and I got to change it. I know it's been a lot of times Miss Courtney and her crew or, or Believe in Network or Bet Online, they got something set, but they wind up changing it 
for us, but you only get like that towards somebody when you really do care, when people treat you right. So that's been our whole thing. Like, man, we understand we're going to give everybody props. But this show is not a show without everybody who is behind us. Um, and they don't get talked about. They don't get seen. But we understand, Mark and I, we understand, man, this show ain't, you know, the uh, Believe in Network, the Ike and, and, and Mark show without everybody who's rallying behind us, making this a top-notch show. So I want to appreciate everybody behind the scenes for helping Mark and I. We got to give a huge shout out. I text Coach T this morning when I got back and I told Coach T, man, I appreciate, you know, you spending your time out that billion dollar organization you're trying to run. He was like, bro, anytime. But I had a good time on that show, but that show wouldn't have been the show without everybody behind the scenes and yourself, Mark. One other person I forgot too as well, like Eric Weinberger with the Belize Network too was absolutely integral to getting, yes, (laughs) getting Coach T on. (laughs) And I kind of a few takeaways that I had from the conversation. I want to start with, you know, he has the gift of gab, but it was genuine. It was real. And I can't even imagine if you and Coach Tomlin were in the same room together because that really came across the screen you know, doing the show on Zoom, he's in Pittsburgh, you're in Orlando, I'm in North Carolina. He had a few great quotes too, the free dad energy. Like we should just print the t-shirts now that I love. And then I love before the start of the show, he was talking about the commitment that he's had from players down through the years, being 10 toes in. It was just a pleasure to sit back and watch and listen and to see that relationship firsthand that both you and Coach Tomlin have. It was just an absolute pleasure. Hey, when it's genuine, Mark, you don't need an up-close-in-person sit-down. And that's just yeah. our show. Yeah. If, if you think about it, every time we have somebody, a guest on our show, it's just it's, it's a genuine kind of show. And that's just the energy we bring out of people. You know, because, T, I, I've got a lot. Matter of fact, a few people in the building from the Pittsburgh Steelers, they text me because they seen our interview. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we ain't never seen Coach T this comfortable on on the interview so that was that was good to hear that a lot of off our social media whether it's youtube uh instagram twitter spotify just a lot of good feedback on really seeing the real coach t you know like the up close in person we just sitting down at a restaurant smoking a one-of-a-kind cigar and chopping it up <laughs> and coach t is right here with us that's just how the interview felt mark so it was a good time, bro. I appreciate you, you know, helping me with the with the show. But, yeah, that's probably one of our best shows yet. But Coach T is just a good dude. We could have talked to Coach T for about four hours, for real, if he, if he had time to. We'll get there. We'll get there. I thought the decision to draft Kenny Pickett, that conversation, to me, was probably, like, the most newsworthy, if I'm going to put my reporter hat on. Because I was I was amazed how forthright he was that was one of the questions I had was, you know, was there any debate Pickett or anyone else, one of the quarterbacks, because inevitably Kenny Pickett will be compared to the other quarterbacks in his class. It happens every year. It happens with another quarterback on the Steelers roster, Mitch Trubisky in the 2017 draft class with both Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. And to hear how forthright he was about, we were on the clock for 15 seconds after the 19th pick and there, there really wasn't any debate. We knew Pickett was going to be the guy. Now, I was not surprised that he, they were also surprised Pickett was still on the board at number 20. Yeah. But again, Pickett is always going to be compared to whether it's Malik Willis or Desmond Ritter or Matt Corral, Sam Howell, whichever quarterback emerges as like the top dog in this quarterback, P- 
people will always reflect on that just because those are the quarterbacks in the 2022 draft class. Yeah, I mean, 15 seconds ain't too long, depending on what you're doing. But Coach T, right? Coach T said, uh, man, once he got to like 15, once Kenny Pickett would drop down to 15, like, boy, if he if he's sitting there at 20, we for sure going to get him. And then wind up getting that guy. But the insight from Coach T was, we've been knowing this kid. We've been having up close in person. His background, like, we just been knowing this kid for a while. So we watched him grow. We watched him develop. It's just crazy, man. He's a high draft pick. And he's right next door to us. And guess what we need? We need a future quarterback. We need a franchise quarterback. So everything kind of fell in their lap at that particular time. So, you know, they say time is everything. And and, and for Coach T and the Pittsburgh Steelers organization to have a guy that you watched since he was a freshman um, and he progressed year in and year out and you're able to tell the stories where he sits down with his with his safeties and, and and try to nitpick on what they got going on, and he's watching from the second floor, from the from from the Panthers organization, watching the Steelers practice. And Coach T is able to talk to the head coach. Coach T is able to talk to the trainers. Coach T is able to give a thumbs up at Kenny Pickett. Um, I don't know how the NCAA rules go, so I really can't say how how they can really move. But at the at the same time, when you just have somebody who's really like homegrown. You know what I'm saying? And you mm-hmm. asked about the hands, the hands part, because that was a question mark about Kenny picking in his hands, how small his hands is. Coach, mm-hmm. he was like, man, he's been dropping dimes <laughs> in this cold weather for the past four and a half, yeah. five years. What are we talking about? <laughs> you know, so, you know, he, he answered a lot of questions. But, yeah, um, Coach T gave us some good insight for that draft and why they got, why it wasn't any hesitation when it came down to drafting Kenny Pickett. Speaking of Pickett, too, I thought it was really cool the to provide credit to the two Pittsburgh Panthers safeties as well that Pickett had developed a relationship with, Paris Ford and then DeMar Hamlin. Hamlin now a safety for the Bills, and then Paris Ford with the USFL Generals as well. So I thought that that was pretty cool that he understood the relationship that Pickett has with his teammates because – there's so much more to quarterbacking than just saying, oh, the guy's got a cannon arm. It's almost like a pitcher in baseball where it's like, okay, he can throw 105 on the radar gun, but does he know how to pitch? Does he know how to mix up his pitches? Can he locate? Quarterbacking is the same thing. There's so many things that go into the position, but I thought it was interesting that he could observe the relationship that Pickett had with his college teammates that are on the other side of the ball as well. That's who I'm going against. You know that 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 was me, that was me and Byron Leftwich. I remember when we got Byron coming from Jacksonville, and he wound up coming coming to the Steelers. Like I said, then I got a starting quarterback who's a backup quarterback for me. So, a B left. This is what I need you to do. I need you to throw all back shoulder fades, and you can ask Coach Coach Tomlin this. And I was like, why? I, he was like, why? I said, man, I'm always over top. I'm not worrying about a deep ball, but if you got a quarterback and a receiver and they got a good relationship, they're going to back shoulder fade me all day. I just I just need to know how to play it in practice. So every time coach asks you to throw a deep ball my way, make sure it's a back shoulder fade. Coach T wind up uh Coach T wind up asking us in the team meeting, uh, be left while you kept throwing IT these back shoulder fades. And B left was like, Well, coach, uh I told me like they're not going to throw over him deep because he's always checking the best receiver. Mm-hmm. So if he's always over top, 
that's the next best option. That's what I would do if I would play, if I would go against Ike Taylor and would throw him a back shoulder fade because it's hard to defend. And Coach T was like, okay, this would make him a, this would make him a nine-year veteran. And he, he told this to the team. Like, when you're able to scout yourself and understand what you've been putting on tape, but you got to adjust because you think other teams will do this to you, this will make a professional professional. But I thought it was just interesting. Um, and Kenny, go and talk to the defensive players because that's who he got to go against, mm-hmm. you know? He got to be able to read cover two, cover three. And who's one of the first that's going to give you that sign? It's going to be the two safeties, mm-hmm. you know? Saying, well, me, I had to go to my quarterbacks. I'm like, AQBs, I need y'all to help me because this side think the team is going to attack me. But that's that's just being a professional. That's way ahead of his time. And I did this in the league. Kenny was doing this in college. So that says a lot about Kenny and his thinking and his growth and his understanding about football. And you understand the mental part of it, almost the chess portion of it, Ike, because at the NFL level, don't get me wrong, there are superior athletes compared to others, but that parity isn't as great as sometimes at the college level. So it's no surprise that Byron Leftwich goes on to become a very successful offensive coordinator for the Tampa right. Bay Buccaneers. Right. Soon to be Super head coach. Winner. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 100%. Correct. 100%. One thing I wanted to ask you about, Ike, and again, we only had so much time with Coach Tomlin because, again, running a multi-billion dollar organization, one of the most successful in all of sports, not just football. Is there a memory you have of him when he was your head coach that really, really sticks out because even just having a conversation with him last week, it's like, it's clear why you'd want to run through a brick wall for him. But is there, if if there was like one memory that you have from him when you were a player, what would that be? No, the, the one memory I would say was the first memory when he got the head coaching job for the Pittsburgh Steelers Mm -hmm. and he called me from the organization and I knew it had to be him because don't nobody call me no five, six o'clock at night um, from that facility. So once he called him and I, because me and, me and Coach Kyle, we, we, we didn't end on good terms at the time. So uh, and, and he knew that. So he called me, him and I talked about it, and we kind of just like took off from there. So our relationship wasn't a, a coach-player relationship at all, Mark. It was more like, He's my big brother, I'm the little brother relationship. And that's exactly what it was. And we just kind of took off from that. Like, he didn't have to explain or tell me anything. Like, he gave me a receiver I needed to check. I took on, I did my homework, and we said it from there. If it was an issue or a problem and he wanted to adjust, he just came. he just came to me. And our relationship was totally different from a lot of other relationships like it was a professional relationship, but, you know, to call your coach, you know, what, eight years later, text him eight years later, and he texts you right back, um, that feels good. So, Coach T, him and our relationship wasn't like other relationships I had with other coaches. It was it was more of a, a big brother, little brother kind of relationship. Do you ever think about how different your life would be had you decided to sign with a different team after your rookie deal with the Steelers? Yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't even want to go that route because I heard too many times uh guys coming from other teams to the Pittsburgh Steelers on why why this organization wins and why they see on tape we play for each other in the brotherhood. Like it it, it was too Flozell Adams, Deuce, 
uh, Deuce Staley. Um, I can just go on and on for, for days on why <laughs> why guys came to us and they, the first thing they said out their mouth after like two days was like, oh, I see why y'all went. I see exactly why y'all went. Y'all are, y'all are band of brothers for real. Like it's not only do we see that on the field, but we I really live in person, I get to see that. So for me, man, once I kept hearing that, I'm like, Hell no, nah, I ain't going nowhere. Hell no. Nah. In, in the organization, the Pittsburgh organization, Mark, they know that. So they, they know that with a lot of guys who try to get paid or try to get money. Like, y'all can go, you can get your money, but in a couple of years, they probably cut you because you wind up being a salary cap casualty. You can go to mm. a, t- a team that sucks. The organization is not ran like us. So I get it. And you're going to want to come back, and we're not going to want you anymore. That's just how it is. You do yeah. better by staying with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, um, and they won't lie neither. That's exactly how they go. But it's been years of of them running a, a smooth and good organization and winning championships. And it's just hard to leave, Mark. All right, Ike, my last takeaway from our conversation last week with Mike Tomlin. And before I get there, any viewers or listeners that haven't watched or listened to that conversation, I highly, highly encourage them to do that. He appeared on our show last week here on the Believe in Steelers show and the Rich Eisen show. He's 50, right. entering year 16. Right. I think that we're starting to see, I don't know when this will happen or how soon it will happen, but planting the seeds for whatever kind of broadcast career he wants to pursue when he decides, I've done everything I want to do as a head coach in the league. If he ever decided to stop coaching, I think he could find a broadcast job by sundown on no. the same day. I think no, that day is coming closer than many yeah. people think. Ike. And just after listening to our conversation we had with him, again, he was on Rich Eisen as well last week. I'm just putting that out there. I don't know when this is going to happen, but I think it's going to happen sooner than many people think. Well, you know, Coach Sean, Mc- Sean McVay just turned down a $100 million deal with Amazon. So I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. I can see Coach T signing a $100 million deal with Amazon and just doing Sunday, Monday, and Thursday night games. I can see that. I can see that. In the fall, too, Ike. Just the fall as well. It's not as if it's like a year-round thing. Yeah. Yeah, we just just talking about the fall. So I can see Amazon trying to come high like Coach T. Hey, Coach Coach T for, for, for 35 days, 40 days out of the year. We gonna pay you twenty a year. Coach T gonna be like, sign me up because the dude just too good. His gift of gab, his knowledge, his knowledge for the game, yeah. it's unbelievable, Mark. And, and you see that. So um, I don't think it'll be an issue. Coach Sean McVay turned down, and 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 he should have turned down that 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 hundred million. He still has a lot of coaching, a lot of coaching to him, and he's very young. But Coach T, he he he's getting. He's getting more in, just guessing, just guessing, just guessing. He might be getting more on the back end than anything, and these TV networks going to give him too much money for a couple of days out of the year. His own coach, too, do he want to do this 365, you know, but that organization just kind of make it so easy for you. You know, going, going to Pittsburgh and, you know, running that billion-dollar organization, they just make it so live for you. So I see why it's hard. I see why quietly. He just keep doing extensions after extensions after extensions. <laughs> like Coach T just did like a three-year extension. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so people don't even know that. But uh, time will tell. 
We'll see. We'll see. Again, I'm just putting that out there. I don't know how soon that could happen, but I just got me thinking, I can, you know, I like reading the tea leaves. Uh, changing gears here, the Steelers turned down the fifth-year rookie option for mm-hmm. linebacker Devin Bush. No surprise to me here, Ike, because had they picked up his fifth-year option, they'd have owed him $10.9 million for the 2023 season right now. I don't think Devin Bush is near that amount of money as a linebacker position. And the 2022 season is going to be a prove-it year for him. I think this was a business decision by the Steelers. Ryan Flores is coming in. He specialized in solidifying the Dolphins' front seven. Terrell Austin, the new D.C., you're going to be playing alongside Miles Jack, the new free agent signee. DeMarvin Leal out of the draft should help fortify that front seven. Also, the return of Tyson Alualu, Stefan Tuitt should be back too. This was a team that ranked last in the NFL on rushing yards allowed. We'll see what Bush can do in the 2022 season, but I kind of look at it this way as, as, as well. Like They turned down Terrell Edmonds' fifth-year option this year to where he would have been owed $6.75 million, and they signed him for two and a half. So I think this was a savvy move by the Steelers see what Bush does in the 2022 season, how he performs. But right now to say he'd be close to making $11 million next season. I just haven't seen that. He has not been the same player since that ACL injury. Yeah. And I think this year, like you said, this year is the year for Devin Bush, you know, coming from, you know, Pembroke Pines, Florida, a Florida boy, 5'11", some change, 234. His rookie year was his best year. Yep. I thought Mark, you know, Me 70, 70, uh, 70, I think he had like 70 tackles, two interceptions. He was just flying all around the place. And all he wanted to do is just hit you in the mouth as hard as he can. That's all Devin Bush did. Now, after that ACL injury, um, everything kind of slowed up with him. So time will tell on how his body shapes back because this will be the second year. But, yeah, Pittsburgh pulled that pressure on him. You know, it's a, it's a show me kind of deal. You know, and they declined it, wind up getting him some help, uh, wind up getting a, a nice little D-tackle. Uh, Tyson is coming back at a D-tackle position as well, the savvy little veteran guy. Uh, they do want to address themselves as being last when it comes down to rushing on the defensive side. That's a lot of pride, though. Um, you got to have a lot of pride to, to, to not be last. And that's what we used to pride ourselves on, like, okay, you can pass the ball on, on us all day. But one thing you're not going to do, you're not going to run the ball on us because, one, you're controlling the clock and you're saying we're soft. That's not going to happen. So that ain't nothing but a want to. To be able to stop the run is a want to. And that's what the guys on the defensive side got to understand. Now, they have defensive guys like that now who are healthy now um, that's, that have that kind of mindset. But Devin, for sure, his rookie I thought was his best year. Of course, I think he only played five games when he got hurt. Then the year after that, he didn't. He didn't do. He didn't do bad at all. I think he played sixteen games. He didn't do bad at all. It's just it wasn't a Devin Bush that you and I saw his rookie year. So if he can get back to not even his rookie year, because as you get older, things kind of change in your body. But if he can get back something like that close, um, but they're gonna have some help up front for him. Tua will be back. Tyson be back. Cam will be back. So he'll have his three big dogs. Uh, TJ be on site so he'll have his four big dogs really to so we can see what he really do best and that's just fly around and play football 
and just let his instincts be his instincts. I know we can't name the whole Steelers roster, but Alex Highsmith sitting over here like, what am I, chopped liver, right? Come on. I'm, I'm nah, Highsmith, <laughs> but keep it, keep it 100. We're talking about Bush, but Highsmith, keep it 100, which they're – and they lost Bud. They lost Bud on that side, and they lost another. Highsmith by far quietly. Uh, he's going to wind up making himself – Someone in Pittsburgh gonna wind up trying to. Oh, they're gonna wind up yeah. trying to sign him early. They're gonna sign him early before he even try to hit the market. Psychic Ike Taylor out on the pod. I very very savvy insight there. So again, Devin Bush at the linebacker position. Obviously, Miles Jack, the big free agent signing, but Buddy Johnson, Robert Spillane, Ulysses Gilbert, Marcus Allen, all on the depth chart. Devin Bush is the first round pick. And again, want to see what he showed as a rookie because 109 tackles that season and then tours ACL five games into the 2020 season had just 70 tackles this past season in 2021. And so again, want to see that playmaking ability that he flashed as a rookie. And again, I kind of look at, okay, what was the projection with Terrell Edmonds and the Steelers saved themselves some money not as favorable to the player, but you've got more money as an organization. You can then allocate that towards other ways to upgrading your roster. So we'll see what happens. Again, a prove-it year for Devin Bush in the 2022 season. Ike, this week I'm really excited because we find out the schedule for the Steelers and the other 31 teams in the league. The schedule release set for Thursday night. We're going to have a Friday episode of the Believe in Steelers show going game by game, our picks. I cannot wait. And it's like, I know we just wrapped up the draft in April, but like the NFL, it never stops. It's a year-round sport. But Thursday night, we will know the dates, the times, and the schedule for the Pittsburgh Steelers this upcoming season. What I do know, they got they got less travel miles out of any um, franchise this year. So they they say they're not changing any time zones, meaning the Pittsburgh Steelers ain't traveling far at all. So <laughs> we shall see what the schedule look like. But if that's a good indicator, there go your indicator. They're not changing no time zones when it comes down to flying for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's spot on. So the road teams that the Steelers will face, we obviously know the three teams in the division and the Ravens, the Bengals, and the Browns, but the Steelers on the road will also play the Falcons, the Bills, the Panthers, the Colts, the Miami Dolphins, and the Philadelphia Eagles. At home, you've got the three teams in the division. Also at home, you've got the Raiders, the Patriots, the Jets, the Saints, and the Bucks. So we know the opponents. We don't know the dates yet, but that's what we'll find out on Thursday night. Yeah, them boys ain't got to worry about no time zone change, no two hours behind, no three hours behind. Them boys on the same time. So if I'm cool T, I'm gonna go ahead and keep that schedule the same. We're doing everything the same, fellas. We're at home at we're at home every game. 17 games, we're at home every game. So the schedule gonna stay the same. What does that do for a player, Ike? You mentioned the time zones. This is just in terms of like traveling to other parts of the country to play in games. Like what why does that matter? Because that's the first thing that you mentioned. Man, it's it's, it's your body. And I think Coach T would have he, he would have changed up a few things different. Like when we went to uh, London, we went there like two days before, and Minnesota was like there for the whole week. We're like, damn, Coach T, why we can't get the whole week in London? <laughs> what the hell are we doing? But, you know, he was looking at the landscape of the uh, of his roster. Uh, it was a lot of younger kids at the time. Maybe, maybe 
if it was a lot of, you know, trustworthy adults on the team, <laughs> veterans on the team, you know, he, he, he would have said, he would have said, oh, heck yeah. But, you know, uh, he was looking at that landscape and, you know, it, it, was, it, was, it was some guys, you know, the Bugatti boys, you know, the Bugatti boys, the Mike Wallace, the Emmanuel Sanders, um, <laughs> those, those kind of guys. Them guys, of course, on their way getting in their prime, so ain't no telling you put them over there in London for a week. Oh, man. What that thing would have looked like. But, man, for sure, um, I feel like going to the West Coast, too. A lot of West Coast teams, when they come to the East Coast, they'll come over on a Tuesday night, on a Tuesday, and they'll stay five days so they can adjust. And we all, we want to do the same thing, but, you know, Coach T – in the Rooney family, that's why that's why I understand why they keep all their money. They're like, man, we ain't about to spend no extra money on no goddamn hotel suites. We're gonna send y'all butts over the the day before. Y'all gonna win this ball game, and we're gonna come back right after the game. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to book a separate vacation to go to the Ministry of Sound or Printworks or one of the other famous clubs in the UK. I know, right? <laughs> Again, so we'll be back on the Believe It's Dealer show on Friday. Please give us a five-star review, rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast or show on YouTube. Tap that subscribe button. Ike, I want to thank you. I want to thank our producers over at Brinks TV, John Brinkus, Courtney Vargas, Herbert Diaz, Lucy Odin, the whole crew at Brinks, the Believe Network, today's sponsor of the Believe It's Dealer show, betonline.ag. I want to thank the listeners and the viewers of the Believe It's Dealer show. Keep rocking with us because we're going to have you covered all offseason long. One thing, everybody, I second everything uh, Mark just said. I want to thank betonline.ag, Brinks TV, <clears throat> Brinks TV for show, a Believe in Network. want to thank you, Mark. I want to thank all the viewers and listeners. Make sure y'all give us a five-piece. Appreciate y'all. Continue to watch because we still got some stuff coming down the pipeline, some good stuff, some good insight for y'all telling us. I'm telling y'all, we just going, how my niece would say it, we're getting hotter and hotter. That's what we're doing. For Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thank you for watching the Believe in Steelers show. We will see you on Friday. Until then, take care and so long, everybody. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.